Hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of Z Action. The IBM Z platform has never been more exciting, with partners and developers leveraging the latest emerging technologies to maximize clients' needs. Each month, we meet some of the world's most innovative companies as they share how they're expanding horizons and driving success with IBM Z. This is IBM Z in action right now, Z Action. I'm Lee Sullivan with the IBM Z ISV ecosystem team, and today we welcome Cole Soft founder Dave Cole. He's here to talk about the ZXDC Assembler Development Tool and shares insights from a long career innovating on the IBM Z platform. Joining him is Paul Newton, a 20-year IBM veteran and also a former IBM customer. Guys, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Thanks, Lee. It's my pleasure. Dave, um, you know, I admired your company and your flagship ZXDC for product for many years, but you know, as a customer, I never had a chance to use it. And I know XDC does play a vital role in support, maintenance, and debugging of critical systems hosting business mission critical ZOS applications. And the other thing I learned by looking at your website is that I learned the DC in XDC does not stand for Dave Cole. You know, <laughs> and so we maybe we could talk about that later. Maybe it should have. And and I do know that your I read your bio, our story at your mm -hmm. Colesoft website, and it is kind of fascinating. So I'm not gonna take the time to put all the story there. Mm -hmm. But th one of the first things I wanted to ask you is what prompted you to develop ZXDC from a very high level? Oh, uh, that happened in uh, probably the middle of 1970s. And uh, I had uh, been a uh, HASP programmer for uh, a number of years and uh, People wanted me uh, management. I worked. I worked for Yale's uh, computer center at the time, and um, they wanted me to uh, start getting involved in uh, this, this newfangled thing called TSO. And um, I, I had some reservations because in HASP, I had implemented some commands I used to display registers and PSWs and so forth. And um, I said, well, I, I don't have that. What I'm going to do in TSO, this as well. They've got this very nice tool called TSO Test. You're going to love it. I tried it. I hated it. I uh, just really hated it. And and after after fussing with it for a while, I you know, I said to myself, I can do better. And uh, so I did better. Does that answer your question? It does. And you know, it actually leads to some other questions because I had used TSO Test and test off. And you know, I didn't know about ZXDC. And one of the questions I want to ask is, does ZXDC replace or complement IPCS? Well, IPCS, is, is that's a whole nother thing. Uh, um, uh, it, it's, uh, with respect to a TSO test, it completely replaces it. Uh, and then some. With respect to IPCS, now you're talking about the ability to analyze it or examine a dump. And recently we came up with a component of XTC uh, so that XTC can examine a dump. Uh, so IPCS and XTC can both do that, but they do it in very different ways. And um, so our design was not to compete with IPCS, but to integrate with IPCS. And so XTC, if you're going to use XTC against a dump, you, you start up IPCS and then you invoke XTC as a verb exit. 
And so it is running within IPCS. It is using IPS services to access the dump storage. Uh, and, um, you know, it brings its abilities to um, uh, display stores that have been, you know, uh, gen developed over several decades for main for, for live storage. And now you can use it against dead storage, which is what a dump is. It stores that is dead, dead, dead. Anyway, um, the XTC, as I say, integrates with, with, with IPCS. And from within XTC, you can issue IPCS commands that you like. And But XTC, and, and instead of the IPCS output going to browse files, as what you would normally do, we intercept it and we put it in our own scrollable data area. And so you can uh, go back and review it. And in addition, when we put it into our display, which is a full screen interface, um, when we display storage, whether it's IPCS store or uh, dump storage or whatever, uh, all the uh, fields in the display are reactive. Uh, they, they are pointing, for those that are pointers, you can put point and shoot commands on the fields and get to see other locations. And, um, so XTC, uh, well, you know, XTC and IPCS display stores, but if you're in XTC, you just use XTC to do that. But IPCS has some formatting commands of, of, of uh, ZOS structures that XTC doesn't. And so you may want to pull something like that. For example, you can run uh, uh, IPCS's SysTrace, which will produce a boatload of, of messages out into XTC's um, uh, 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 scroll area. And then uh, in that information, there's all kinds of storage pointers and you can just use point and shoot on those. So uh, they complement each other and they okay. work with each other, not against each other. Yeah, very good. And so this is kind of a longer question because there's going to be a, it's going to be a lot to it. I, as an old timer, I never had a chance to use XDC. I use the old TSO test and I, IPCS. I, you have my sympathies. And you, you, thank you because it, I, I saw XDC being demoed at Share, and I'm going, wow, this looks really cool. But yeah. here's here's what I want to ask. So tell me, as an old-timer and somebody that learned Assembler, and then well, I had to teach, that. and then I had to teach people Assembler, and there are still people that do need to learn Assembler because it's critical. How can XDC, you can elaborate on, how can XDC be useful in learning and teaching the IBM Z assembler and maybe even the Z architecture that people need well, to understand? Because it's, as you know, assembler's not just another language. Well, no, it's not. It's it's a one-for-one one to, the, to the machine language. Um, you write a program, you, you, you're struggling, you're trying to figure out how to do it. You, you, you throw some instructions together. You really don't know whether they're gonna work. In the normal process, you would sit there with a sheet of paper in front of you or a display screen and just mentally run through the code and see what it's doing. You say, oh, there's a load, there's a load, there's a branch, it's gonna go over there. Um, and, but you have, that's all very abstract. You, you, you're not running the program, you have, you're, you're examining it mentally. And most people's minds are not very good at running programs in their head. And yet it takes decades to get, that, to get good at that. Um, but if you use something like XTC, you can bring your program into storage, live running storage, and you can set breakpoints. So you can, you'll can you stop at the very beginning of your program, you step an instruction, you see what it went, uh, what it did. You see what 
registers have changed, what data has changed, where it branched to. Uh, you step, uh, you get to a branch instruction, it'll tell you where it's gonna jump to. And uh, you're gonna say, oh, I didn't expect that to branch. And suddenly you're seeing your program and you're thinking about your program and you're not just guessing. XCC is giving you concrete results of what your program is doing and how it's running or you know breaking one or the other. That's 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 the value in it. Um, it just it, it just makes it a whole lot easier, and um, it uh, um, just just puts it right there in front of you, where you can easily understand. You don't have to waste mental energy on uh, on uh, a lot of extraneous work. And so now this isn't mean to be a debate or anything but some of the things you told me i can do and test i can do breakpoints and all that and i know that test is a pain so <laughs> you said you told me things that test can do tell yes, me that's true why it does why xdc does it better well there's there's a lot there's a lot of reasons uh um one um uh xcc is a full screen display so you get to see a lot of information all at one time about where, where your execution is in your program, what came before, what came after. You're not, you're not just getting a, a little report of what the current instruction is. Um, XCC has a lot of augmented information. For example, if it gets to a, a branching instruction, it will tell you this is going to branch or this is not going to branch. And if it is going to branch, where it's going to go to. Um, you can create... Uh, separate displays of what your registers are. And you run you run an instruction that changes the content of the register, that gets highlighted down at the bottom in your in your display. You say, oh, oh, that changed. And um, it just provides a whole lot more visual and symbolic information. And I haven't even talked about maps yet, where you can uh, take an image of your source code and overlay it onto live storage. And then instead of seeing just disassembled machine instructions, you're seeing the actual source code that you wrote and complete with commentary uh, and symbols and everything. That is very simple and powerful. Next time that I get to do a demo or see a demo of your product, I wanna see that one because it's just simple and effective. Looking well, at the source, looking at storage. You ought to ask Bob to give you a class. He's he'll give a class to anybody. He'll give a class to a room full. He'll give a class to one person. You could be that person tomorrow. Yeah, well, actually, what I may do is you have helped out some professional educators that have taught assembler, and you're willing to work with these universities to I'm help sure. them if they want to teach assembler. They learn your product. They learn it's good for IBM. It's good for Colesoft. And so one day I may be talking to some other educators where they may want to um, say, hey, you know, what? I'd probably like to talk to Dave because we want to teach assembler. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it wow. sounds like you're favorable to that. <laughs> oh, I'm willing to, you know, I, I love talking about XTC. As you can see, you wind me up and I just go. Um, but uh yeah uh, somebody wants to talk to me about xcc ask me questions about it I'm, i'll spend all day doing that there was something else that i saw when i was walking by your booth when you were deming when xdc was there you had visuals where everything was color coded and i'm going now yep. that's nice too it's all text-based because you don't want GUIs. they're not they're 
it's text-based very fast, but I love the color coding that you had. There's a there's a place for some GUI characteristics, and and, and but is uh, 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 it's uh, having text uh, is also very important, uh, especially when you're dealing with something as as information as dense as what's in a program. And so, was there any particular? I didn't. I saw the color coding. I thought, oh, that's fascinating. So, do you have schemes in there for the color coding that a person could implement? That uh, you know, what highlights just the machine instruction or highlights uh, data yeah. or. Uh, XCC's color coding uh, is basically 3270 based, um, and um, not you know, so you don't have a a, a, a very large palette. You got maybe uh, eight colors or so. Okay. Um, but essentially, XCC uses color coding to identify fields with different characteristics. This is an important field. This is less important. This is a writable field. This is a read-only field. Uh, and so th yeah, that's what it. it is. It's basically uh, four colors at a time and and uh, um, just displaying the, you know, identifying the gross characteristics of individual fields. And you can yeah. choose your colors. I mean, you could, it's, 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 it's a very simple command where you can, you can make them all green if you want, if you don't like colors. Uh, or well, I, I, I like the highlighting because what you've built into it is you know the 3270 data stream where you obviously know how to manipulate those colors and you put that right into oh, yeah. right into that to make things right. uh, make it more uh, a, a, I don't want to use the word flexible it's more um, I can customize it to what I want to do with those colors because you uh, built there, there's the some color schemes that are pretty and there's other color schemes that are kind of ugly you know you get the chance. You know, for, for me, it's a matter of, okay, here's highlight my instruction or my machine instructions or yeah. uh, that type of thing. But I mean, well, let's, let's just take a machine instruction, for example. Uh, in an XCC display, there's three parts. There is the object code, uh, which is something you gotta, you got to learn eventually. You can't just ignore all your life. Uh, there's the mnemonic and there's the operands. And those are displaying like three different colors. Um, you can change these instructions simply by overtyping either the object code, the hex, the, the hex uh, that's behind the instruction, or you can uh, overtype the mnemonic and change, say, a load to a load address or some such. Um, so, but XCC uses different colors to identify these this kind of breakdown uh, of information. Yeah, and, and to me, if you're dealing with really complex stuff, which some of this stuff really is. I would probably highlight all the zero ables. Anytime there's an SVC, I want to know. <laughs> I want to. I want to focus in on that. Well, that may be uh, something we might do. Uh, we are actually in, uh, in the beginnings of a project to uh, uh, develop a browser-based uh, version of XTC. And that would be interesting. Uh, that would that would allow us a, a much greater range of color choices. Okay, and uh, because there's so many things I could think of. You know, if somebody does a, if the code's doing a branch unconditional of 47 Fox zero, I want to know, you know, it's kind of, well, you know, I mean, well, you look at a 47 Fox zero, it'll tell you, hey, that is a branch. No, uh, just a B or a J if it's able seven uh, Fox zero. Um, yeah. And uh, so you, you don't need to look at the object code to understand what your instruction is. Yeah. And when, when XCC displays programs in storage, there's, there's two mechanisms. If you don't have map data, it will disassemble it. 
And uh, this assembly has its limitations as compared to writing right. assembly source. Uh, if you do have map data, then it will, it will show you your actual source statements that, that generated a given uh, machine instruction. So um, you, you can have it either way. Now, this may not be a fair question, but it just crossed my mind. If I've got uh, executable code and I don't have the source, can I use XDC to maybe create some assembler? Or maybe that's not what we're supposed to do. Well, there are disassemblers out there that are better than XDC for that. Um, okay. Better in the sense that um, they go to a greater effort to develop uh, uh, Right. Uh, symbols, labels for, for particular yeah. things. XCC goes to a certain amount of effort, but it does, not as much because right. of the availability of maps. Uh, with maps, you get a complete uh, uh, set yeah. of, of symbolism for your program. Right. That makes sense. That's not really in your wheelhouse or purpose. So I, I get it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's something that uh, uh, is on our to-do list to make some improvements there. Yeah. So it's a, it's, one of these days, I want to spend a little bit more time with it. And so what I'll do is I didn't know if you want to make any uh, comments to the people listening to the the the, uh, the podcast before I close here. Um, Give me a direction. Point me in a direction. Yeah. And so Dave's very open to talking to people. He's you always attend share, I noticed. And so many times he, if you go, if you attend share, he's there and you find his booth and He's usually hanging around. I very much like uh, uh, talking to people, especially. Uh, uh, I mean, I have a lot of old friends coming around, and 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 uh, it's always wonderful to talk to them. But it's also uh, exciting to get uh, younger people coming around, people I've never seen before, and um, because if a person's coming to our booth, they don't come to our booth because uh, it's XTC. They come to our booth because they're trying to learn assembler or the beginning to use assembler. Then with that, they come to, you know, they, they ask around and say, well, XTC is a good tool. And they come to our booth and we get to show them and 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 they can, and some, you know, we can generate some real excitement uh, once we get somebody who is, you know, uh, uh, really committed to that direction. People who are, who, who, have no, who are not involved in assembler, you know, they walk on by and it's fine. Um, but we get, it's, you know, when somebody stops by, it's exciting. Yeah. And, and then the, and I do know we don't have to go into business or anything, but oh, your, your product's being used all over the world. Is that safe enough to say? You're, you're, <laughs> my guess is you haven't sold any licenses in Antarctica yet, though. Um, no. Are we talking to anybody, Caleb? Oh, Caleb's no. on mute still. Not in Antarctica, no. Uh, not okay. the U.S. installs there. Are there any other continents that were actually done around? Before you say that, I just want to mention yeah. Kalen is my son, and he is the president of the company. And um, he basically frees me up so I can do what I really like to do. I don't like running a business. I do like writing code. Yeah. So what are we yeah, going to thank, say? Yeah, thank you for joining us, Kalen. And if you go to the booth, you'll see Kalen. Kalen will be there. So yeah. if, Dave, if Dave doesn't want to talk money, you got to talk to Kay or talk, you know, a deal. You got to talk to Kalen, I guess. Or Bob. Or Bob, one of the other people. Anyway, well, Bob, Bob Schumann is a salesman we use, and he's been with us since the mid-1980s. Yeah. Fascinating product. It really is. And uh, 
So DC doesn't stand for Dave Cole. I believe it stands for debugging controller. Do I have that right? Well, yeah, it's uh, D, well, the original. Uh, when I, I used to work for Yale, there was a programmer there, a guy named Howard. And uh, I, was, I was looking for a name because DDT got shot down. And um, he said, well, knowing you, Dave, it's going to be your initials. And I said, well, that's a good idea. And so the original <laughs> product was DBC. Uh, debugging controller is the worst possible name I could think of, I guess. Uh, and then IBM came out with XA, you know, and they went to the 31-bit addressing. Uh, and so everything had to have an X. And so one of my letters had to go because I wanted it to be three letters. And so we dropped the B and it became XDC. Oh, well, I, that, you just answered my next follow-on question. Where the heck did the X come from? That's so where that it came answers from. that. Well, thank you, Dave. Yeah, okay, well, you're well, welcome. It was fun talking to you. Yeah, really good. So, Dave, I sincerely thank you and Kalen for your time and educating me about ZXDC. And I think there will be other people that are going to need to be educated, too. So I appreciate it. So, Lee, I'll turn it back over to you. All right. Well, thank you and um, goodbye. Yeah, thanks, guys. Great conversation. Thanks, uh, thanks for letting us listen in. Uh, to learn more about ZXDC, visit Colesoft on the web. And as a reminder, be sure to join the ISV Ecosystem User Group on the IBM Xeno and Linux One community for more updates on how ISVs are innovating the IBM Z platform. And don't forget IBM Z Day coming on October 18th. Join this one-day online event to learn the very latest about innovation from IBM Z, spanning AI, hybrid cloud, quantum safe security, and more. You'll find links to all this in the show notes. Until next time, thanks for joining us on Z Action. Be sure to subscribe for our next episode. Goodbye for now.